Welcome, welcome to episode two of Who? Me? With Sarah. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're actually listening to an actual episode. I promise this is an actual episode. The first was just a raw uh, moment of me sharing why I decided to start this podcast. And to recap all of that, if you did not listen to my, um, I don't know, version 1.0, <laughs> is that I started this podcast to share testimonies from myself and people who have gone through particularly challenging times and what it looks like to be on the other side of a mountain. <laughs> Today's topic is going to be about a very uh, unassuming challenge that people face and i'm going to be talking about eating disorders um now i'm not going to be talking about this from a scientific point of view because i'm I'm in no way a doctor or have any tips or or anything scientific to speak on this topic but i'm going to be speaking about eating disorders from the perspective of 21 year old sarah who was at that time um, like most 21-year-olds, right, uh, seeing Keeping Up with the Kardashians and seeing this gradual rise of the, what do they call it, Fanta. Fanta bots being the standard for <laughs> a female's body for attractiveness, right? And even though I was one of those people that would always um, encourage myself and say, oh, you're pretty, you're beautiful, those things got to me. They got to me and they kind of affected how I saw myself, how I saw my shape, how I saw my size, uh, the kind of person I wanted to be and the kind of future I always had. Whenever I would think about the future, and when I think when I think about the future, I mean daydream because I'm a huge daydreamer, right? I would see myself as skinny at that time. And what I didn't know was that it was actually a problem. I, I just felt like, I mean, everybody struggles with their weight. People are always trying to be slimmer. This is a normal thing. I, I don't have, I don't need to talk to anybody about this and I certainly don't need to do anything about it. So why did it turn into a podcast episode? <laughs> it turned into a podcast episode when in that year of my life, between age 21 to 22, it got bad to the point where I developed an eating disorder and the eating disorder in question um, was was bulimia. So um, not to get too much into it, what it was was that I would eat food and I would go and throw up the food, right? I would essentially not eat maybe for like hours or even days on end, right? And then I would eventually gorge myself on so much junk food because my body would be craving for some nourishment. And then after eating these things, I would go straight up or I would just like eat a normal meal with friends, like show up for lunch or brunch, smile with everybody, eat this food and then go back home and literally chuck it all down the toilet. And you may be thinking, whoa, uh-uh. In African households, like did or like in an African environment, nobody see you, nobody knew about this. Like you said, how could you be thinking? How can you be eating delicious food like jollof rice? Are you gonna chuck it down the toilet? Well, at the time, I didn't see it as something negative. 
price. I find that when I think about eating disorders from a Western point of view, it's always like, oh, the people were trying to hide it. They knew they were doing something wrong when they would eat these things and go and throw up. Honestly, I don't know if I had a stealth mode bulimia because I didn't necessarily see anything wrong with what I was doing. All I felt was, ah, I don't want this food to stay in my body, so it's not making me fat. Because if I'm fat, you know, ah, like, I know that's the end. Because that, at that time, it was one one or another. It's either I'm skinny and I'm beautiful, or I'm fat and, and I just don't make sense. <laughs> and oh, goodness gracious, I'm so happy that I, I love my body right now. But at that time, it was a thing. And it was compounded upon the fact that I was in a relationship where, you know, my partner at the time, you know, liked somebody that was skinny. Let me put it like this. Like he likes the skinny frame. And so coupled with feelings of wanting to please this person and codependency as well, I was like, oh, I'm going to be skinny. So this person will just like, you know, not never leave me. <laughs> If only, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, so this person will never leave me, or I'm going to be skinny so that you know we would make this like really dynamic couple and things like that. And so I was not eating, starving myself, uh, throwing up my food, and thinking it was healthy, thinking I was doing nothing wrong. So at one point, did I? really understand that okay this is something wrong this is something i probably talk somebody about or do something about i think when it started to affect other areas of my life i'm talking about um buying clothes that were like sizes smaller that i couldn't enter and feeling normal within myself that well i'm just going to you know starve or 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 chop my food up enough so that I can enter outfits and you know being in an environment where that was encouraged um wasn't really healthy for me and you know people who started to get close to me started to maybe hear me make comments about this and maybe in a jokey way they would be like are you for real or that's a joke right and I would laugh it off but then I started to realize even when I was joking about it people were concerned I think that's when it suddenly started to register that there was a problem. And um, yeah, when it started to compound a bit more, when I would feel like weak in the office or just sick and, you know, I would go check and I know I have malaria and, you know me, I don't know why if you register like, duh, you're feeling really sick because you're not eating or if you eat anything, you're throwing it off. <laughs> For me, I just felt, nah, I can't be that, you know, that's just a lifestyle. I think I even told myself that it's intermittent fasting, yes. So it cannot be an eating disorder because it's just a lifestyle choice for me to trim down um, some weight. All these were lies. And yes, so it started to affect my health. I was getting really weak and, you know, I was almost always dizzy. And instead, at that point, opening up to the medical practitioners that would be taking my blood for malaria, I would still be like, ah, I don't know, maybe it's just the weather, maybe it's stress. <laughs> You know, the, as human beings, we can almost always avoid talking about the thing we know we should talk about or the thing we know we should address when we have justified within our mind that it's right. And um, so 
so this was beyond scary right a very scary moment in my life because it went on for almost a year a year of me doing this and i'm talking to absolutely nobody about it and i think why i really wanted to touch on this topic was the fact that i didn't see anything wrong right i think when it comes to things like eating disorders especially from an african context where you know you have like your aunties or your mothers that are always saying ah that food you're eating is too much oh oh you are going to be fat ah uh-uh. ah look at you before you were leper now look at you opo <laughs> i mean i grew up in a household where like you would maybe have like aunts who would just come and be like ah you need to you need to be slim you know you know men they like them naomi campbell you know things like that and you're just like oh, okay auntie sure fine and it's all jokes until it's not joke right eating disorders are a real thing and even if it's not like dramatic for us maybe from an african context where we're not like you know needing to be put in in rehabilitation centers where we are monitoring our food right um the truth is that people do get to those scary levels and it all comes from self-esteem and from understanding that certain behaviors are not normal it's not a lifestyle choice to starve yourself it's not a lifestyle choice to chalk up food it's not a lifestyle choice to to intentionally um go about an unhealthy way to to achieve a certain fitness goal and i'm at a place in my life where i am not saying i don't have those days where i'm just like oh i I want to look a bit differently right but it's always from a perspective of me knowing that uh, that kfc that i ate the night before or maybe not the night for three nights in a row (laughs) i need to work out healthily and do something about it so that it doesn't negatively affect my body it's no more a standard of how i should look by fire by force Uh, and you know i think that came from me with also maturity and knowledge because upon all the bulimia (laughs) of that time trust me i was never the size four that i wanted to get to even when i was really not eating because setting things like our genetics energy levels and, and all of that come into play and so i don't know if you know anyone who may be exhibiting behaviors that are unhealthy when it comes to their weight when it comes to their shape who may be going on binge diets that will not serve them that are really 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 bad and may be a symptom of something more or if you know somebody who is even going through what i just experienced i would say the best thing to do would not be to attack them or attack yourself if this resonates with you the best thing for you to do would is for you to sincerely it's for you to jesus it's for you to sit down and realize that oh my god sit down and realize that i mean it's fat you're fat you're not killing anybody (laughs) i'm joking (laughs) yeah what i mean is that sit down and realize that we were all created with different body shapes and there is not one standard for beauty there really is not 
there might be standards for health and when we say oh you know you have a certain height and a certain weight you should be within a certain weight average or when you know that weight is affecting your health in terms of sleep in terms of energy levels you know all these things are good factors for why you should pay attention to your body and do something about it and we should all be healthy we should all keep fit but if you realize that you're trending towards um, drastically trying to go on a weird kind of diet or just on a weird lifestyle choice because of a standard you have in your mind, uh, be it the model or be it the, the Fanta bottle or I don't even know what other type, right? If you are doing that because of a standard in your head that you feel is the standard of beauty, I think you should reevaluate that that standard or at least think about what you're thinking about because there are different standards of beauty right and there's always going to be people who feel like one standard is better than another standard basically the rat race does not end you know when it even comes to the standard of beauty maybe we'll say these things are dictated by the times at one time being the model was all the rage and then being you know a, I keep saying Fanta bottle because I don't actually want to use like a per- celebrity persona to describe what I'm trying to say. But being that hourglass uh, way now became all the rage, all the fad, you know, all the surgical ways to get it was being populated, creams and, and all of that. It just goes to show, show you that it changes and you can't keep up. But you know what you can do? You can keep your own body fit. You can have your own standard of beauty for yourself, for your body that is healthy, that is in line with the way God made you, that is just right and not dictated by you trying to be something or someone you're not. So I think, again, summing up this episode about eating disorders, um, do you have you ever you know felt like you've dealt with an eating disorder or you feel like eating disorders are not a thing they're overrated they're in our mind therefore the western people and africans can have eating disorders (laughs) or do you understand um where i was coming from being a young girl wanting to please people wanting to have a certain standard of beauty and being dragged down a dark path of attaining that beauty right so yeah thank you so much for listening um every episode is going to be a testimony or a tale or a story that forces us to really shine the light on or to think about what we're thinking about or think about what we're indulging in or what we went through and why and i'm so happy i get to share this testimony with you and stick around the epi- the next episodes are going to be definitely much more power packed fun um really really deep maybe maybe not fun i don't know but uh yeah thank you so much for listening until next time this has been sarah on who me